Welcome to Unconditionally Unfiltered Episode Five. Five. <laughs> I was gonna say four. So today's episode is the last episode of us talking about our journey, which I feel like is probably gonna be the most intense one and kind of just wrapping everything up. Definitely the most intense for Jalen. And probably the most enlightening one for me. Yeah, I guess that's which, yeah. Yep. Okay, so um, we woke up again, had breakfast, had the sharing circle. I didn't, I didn't have my journal with me, so I didn't write anything about the sharing circle. But I just think it was, it's so magical just to be with so many people and hear so many cool different experiences and how different everyone's experiences were and to see what their prayer or what their intention was for the night and then what they what came from that so um that day we um after the share circle we get pretty much free time until yoga at three o'clock which you can choose to participate in or not so that day we got in the pool to cool down and I don't feel like we lasted very long because it was so windy and it was also so hot I mean, I was in there for a good amount. Yeah, I went and laid on the, on, yeah, a bench for a couple minutes. It felt so, like, refreshing and good. Yeah, the water was, like, pretty cold, in my opinion. (laughs) I loved it. It was was perfect. It did feel really good. I wouldn't want to swim in that, but it was good. So, um, for me, so, yeah, we went in the pool, and then we went downstairs and laid down by the pool table just to take a nap, and... I was having an internal battle with myself and second guessing everything. I think I was having some moments of um, comparison. Like the night before, I was a little frustrated at how the first half went because I couldn't see things. And I was also frustrated that I could have maybe seen more if I would have allowed myself to go there. Um, So yeah, I kind of had a a frustrating day and yeah. She was feeling a little... I could tell she was feeling a little off. Yeah, I was for sure feeling off. And um, for that night, I was playing just mind games with myself. I have like two pages of just trying to figure out what I wanted my intention to be that night because I was like, okay, so I came to move past the church stuff and that didn't happen. So that must not be what I need right now. So I was just like, just typical me overanalyzing things, second guessing everything and um, kind of just letting that part of my mind take over, which is not ever the best. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I wrote down like a ton of questions, like, do I keep it simple? Do I focus on healing? Um, like, what do I do? So I decided to go pick a card from the tarot cards or the, I'm not super familiar with those, but there's an animal set and I decided to go pick from that and I picked fire which is not an animal, but there was all animals and then the as four far elements. As we know it's <laughs> then the four elements. So I picked fire and I was like, oh, okay. So I looked up what I, I was reading about what it means. It means creation, destruction, beginning, and expression. Um, and I read there was like three pages of talking about what, what fire meant and the origin of it and it says this part stuck out to me, so I wrote it down. It says, I embrace the fire of life within me. Clear and centered in my purpose, ignited by creative potential, I am a force for good in the world. And that um, actually made me feel really good. And um, I felt like, okay, like just focus on what comes to your mind, like stop second guessing everything and stop trying to downplay things. Um, So then... I was sitting there still writing in my journal and I had this like desire to connect with my ancestors and my spirit animal. And part of that was a little FOMO because Sonder now had his spirit animal and I wanted my spirit animal. So that's kind of like what I went into the night thinking is to speak with my ancestors and a little background on the ancestors thing. I had a reading done three, four months ago. And that was a huge thing that she brought up was your ancestors are trying to communicate with you, but you're not allowing them to come through. And so that kind of stuck with me. So I went into the night. Um, my intention was to connect with my ancestors and 
I was like, oh, and P.S., if you want to show me my spirit animal, that's cool. I'd love that. So that was what I went in to that. So. And I, I went in with a prayer to just experience like all of the beauty of the universe. I know that sounds like very like hippie. Um, but it's not. That's the thing. It was, I mean, I, I was just feeling like just so much like beauty and things. And I just really wanted to experience more of it. So that's, that's what I was going into. So before we dive in, I want to talk about my Hoppe experience. Yeah. Now good? Or did you want to cover any? I mean, I was going to, I was going to pretty much cover that too, because this is the night that I decided to do the Sananga again. Okay. So So I'll start with the Hoppe. Yeah, you can start. So I did, I did the Hoppe. And you did tobacco free, right? Yeah. I did tobacco free after the first night. I did tobacco free the second and third night. Yeah. Um, but it still burned the second night. So whatever that meant. But the third night, um, our final night, and I, you know, maybe this was me going in with this prayer. It, it didn't burn. And I like instantly just saw like the beauty in it. And I, I felt like that clarity. Um, and then, uh, another prayer came to my mind and, um, what that prayer was, was of gratitude for my beloved Jalen, um, for opening my heart so I could find this enlightenment and truth. So that's like, you know, before we even got through everything, um, you know, I took the hoppe and the second and third night or second and third time of doing this, I would go over and put my legs in the pool and just kind of like breathe and feel like that clarity. And so that's just like what came to mind. I was just feeling like so grateful. So then, you know, going into the rest of the night, those were my, my two prayers, that one of gratitude towards Jalen. And then the second one, um, still wanting to experience all the beauty. Yeah. So I decided to do the Sananga that night and I went in feeling so good too. Like the Sananga was amazing and I went from having a really frustrating day to just having so much clarity and I was excited and I felt like I found this great, great intention. Um, I was just feeling really just open. Like it, if you just doing the whole experience is literally the best way to do it. So um, Madre definitely saved the hardest night for last for me. Definitely. Um, the heaviest night. I don't know what I would have done if this was on the first night. I don't know, but you, you everything just... kind of line, aligned up. Um, and it kind of, everything was in relation to sex or sexuality or just like trauma that I've experienced. Like everything was, had to do with that my whole time. So, um, when the medicine started kicking in, I kept saying, I'm ready to surrender. I'm ready to surrender. And then I started getting a little frustrated again because I couldn't see anything. And that was, it was kind of like that the night before, like I was, I like things were happening, but I couldn't see anything if that makes sense. So I would open up or lift up my eye mask and I still couldn't like see anything. Obviously I could open my eyes and see what was going on around me, but I I was having a hard time visualizing what was going on. And, I, and in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, am I am I going to ruin this for myself? Like, what's going on? So, and then it hit me out of nowhere. And I got a crazy message. And I'm trying to not to cry. Um... And when I got this message, I kept telling myself, like, this is crazy. Like, this is not real. And I kept almost, like, trying to, like, exactly what Sandra did with the possum, like, trying to change it into the leopard. I kept, like, trying to just almost reimagine the story or, like, change what was going on. And the first thing that she said was that I had a miscarriage. And... I was like, no, that's, I've never had a miscarriage. Like, this is wrong. Um, This is like, this hasn't happened to me. So 
I kept just trying to like change the story and change what was going on in the experience. And then it kept like, you had a miscarriage. And then I, ex- I accepted that. And I was start, I started to ask questions because I was starting to like run through my brain and think like, okay, when could me and Sandra have had a miscarriage? And I was running through things. And I'm like, it's just not, it's not possible. So I started asking questions and I asked is, did I have this miscarriage with my ex or with Sonder? And I was told met your ex. And then I started asking more questions. Um, if it was a boy or girl and how many weeks along I was, um, and a million other questions. I just kept asking questions because I was, I was just so confused. And during all this, um, when I say I was, I cried like physical, I think before when I was crying and I told you like I couldn't feel myself crying, it was almost like my soul was crying and just like releasing, like it literally felt like an energy release because I couldn't feel myself physically crying. But that night I like physically cried like harder than, I mean, it was like, how long was the ceremony? Like five hours? Yeah. Four hours. I don't know. Time is just not a non-existent when you're doing this journey. But I cried hard for, I mean, a good five hours. And um, I had people, I mean, they came and kept checking up on me. And I would try to like breathe through it and try to stop crying. And then I would just like lose it and start crying all over again. So it's, it's interesting too for me because there was one person in between us. Yeah. And I could hear Jalen crying. And I could feel like my my 3D self, like, you know, me right now, like wanting to go like console and comfort her. Yeah. And while I was crying, it was like the first time ever that I was just like craving human touch. Like... I wanted just someone to come like hug me and the girl next to me was actually um, kind of in the same condition as me and one of the guardians came and hugged her because she asked and my 3D self kept saying like don't bug them like it's fine you can get through it you're strong just those dumb mind games so and and for me it um I wanted to do that, but at the same time, just given everything um, and where I was at, it was also, there's like a sense of beauty behind it of like just letting Jalen work herself through that, right? And so I was almost happy for her that she was working through whatever it was she was working on. And so, you know, just to let her let her leave. But it, so it was like, and we weren't allowed to touch each other during the process yeah. anyways. Like he wouldn't have been allowed. They would have told him to go back. Yeah. So so I could like hear, I could obviously like hear her the whole time crying. And, you know, really how I was feeling is like, oh, this is like beautiful. She's working through something. And then I would get like an urge from, you know, my 3D self to like want to just like help her. But it would be like, like that quick and then gone. Right. And it would be kind of like to the beauty and then what I was working on. So just like context of how you're like feeling during that time is you're, you know, now if we were to hear people crying or, you know, vomiting and things like that, it would, you know, kind of be uncomfortable and cringy. But when you're, when you have the medicine, it's, it's really, it, Things like that become beautiful because you know they're working. Well, and you're so happy for to. people. Like when you when you hear someone throw up, you're like, oh my gosh, yes! Like they're they're working through something. They just yeah. purge something that's like holding them back. It's it really is such a beautiful thing. So sorry, I just wanted to give some context on how how I was feeling during that. That's fine. And one thing she said at the beginning, um, our shaman was that like if you feel the need to go help someone else, like that's about you. That's not about them. Like let them work through their process. So I thought that was very, like a very good way to look at it. Um, so yeah, I was told I had that miscarriage and then I was told it was a boy and he was 13 weeks old. So 
the more answers that I got, the more I just like completely lost like everything. I just, I was like sobbing. Um, my eye, my eye mask was so wet. I had to like keep moving it up because it was just, it was like drenched. I probably could have like wring it out. Um, and I still like, it was crazy throughout the whole thing. I kept telling myself like this, this can't be real. Like I, I would have known like this can't be real. And then in my head during that process, like things kept like connecting for me. So, um, like literally like six or seven months ago, I was going to an energy worker and she asked a couple times because she felt some trauma, like energy, um, and asked me like, when did you have a miscarriage? And I was like, oh, I've never had a miscarriage. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I've never had a miscarriage. So, I mean, these little pieces, I mean, I didn't think twice about that. I would have never, never connected anything like that. And, um, I did, me and my ex didn't use birth control for two years and I got birth control literally three months before we got divorced. So, I mean, it's not, it would be a very real possibility. We didn't use anything for two years, like nothing. Um, and there was times that I bled like a ton and I remember that and I remember missing my period and I would just be like, oh, it's, I'm probably like really stressed out right now. And, um, what kept coming to mind, but I didn't get a clear answer, um, was that it could have happened during, um, a period when I found out my ex slept with someone else. And that was a very hard time in my life, obviously. Um, our marriage wasn't good and I was definitely not perfect in our marriage. There was a lot of issues on both ends and we were so young when we got married and had so many lessons to learn. Um, but I couldn't help but wonder if like that was when it was because there was so much just trauma on my body and I was going through so much like if I, like if that could have had something to do with it. So I didn't get an answer, um, on the time frame or, anything like that. But I kept asking like, why, like, why did I have a miscarriage? I wanted, that's something I really wanted to know. Like, was it my fault? Was it, I mean, was it something I did? Was it like, what happened? And the answer I got back, um, like shook me to my core. And I'm going to read it because I'm going to forget what it says. So I kept asking over and over again, like, why? Why did this happen? And um, she said, he gave up his life so you could live yours. And that. Now I can't see my page. Um, I just had, like, overwhelming sense of so many emotions, like, at first, it was, like, a guilt and sadness that, like, someone would make a decision or a sacrifice like that. But then at the same time, I was overwhelmed and grateful because, I mean, he gave up his life so you could live yours. Um, I mean, and if I'm thinking about that, if I would have had a child, I probably would have ended up moving home with my parents. Like, I don't know what my life would look like right now. I don't know if me and Sonder would be, I mean, I'm pretty positive we wouldn't be together. Um, and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, the chances would be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Lower. I mean, it just, it just changes everything. Um, I wouldn't have moved up and lived in an apartment with a bunch of girls. I wouldn't have been looking, I mean, it just would have changed everything. So, um, it was a really crazy feeling because when I was going through that and when they said that, I had this, like, my whole, um, like, uterus area just felt like it was on fire during that whole process and not in a pain, like, mentally and emotionally painful, but not, like, physically painful. Like, I could feel the burning, but I wasn't like, ouch, I'm on fire. Um, it was more just, like, a burning sensation and... I, I've just felt that the whole experience. And then, um, I had that pain 
And then I also felt like a physical piece of my heart, like missing. It was the, it's a, it was a crazy experience because I can't remember the last time I've felt so much like pain, like emotionally just painful. And I mean, even during that process, just my normal self was trying to convince myself that this wasn't real and saying people are going to think you're crazy. Like you're just going to start randomly talking about a miscarriage you had eight years ago. Um, that just that part of me comes back and just tries to convince myself to like shove this back down, but it's obviously coming up, um, for a reason. And I definitely was filled with so much gratitude that this came out and that I know now. Um, and then towards the end, I felt this like massive healing. So where that burning was, it almost felt like someone was like binding everything back together. I kind of imagined it like um, on Cinderella when she like waves her magic wand and creates her carriage out of a pumpkin like that's kind of what it like seemed like looked like to me in my head just like this magic stirring around in my body and I literally felt my body heal like my whatever parts down there I mean I just felt that whole area just like heal like it went from this pain to complete healing um it was crazy to feel so much like love and sadness at once because it was like, I mean, not knowing that I lost someone, I feel like I just experienced this like very heavy death. And as far as I know, I mean, as far as I knew a week ago, I had never had a miscarriage and um, just watching so many of my friends have them, I could, I could never relate and I never pretended to relate, but I would, I felt for them, but I never felt that kind of pain and I feel like 13 weeks is like pretty far along too, um, to not notice what was going on. But if I think back to that time and think about how I was missing my periods, how I did have a lot of bleeding one month, but I mean, I just like wrote everything off because I was going through so much and there was a lot of, I mean, a lot more that I am not going to go into that happened in my divorce, but it was a, it was a heavy, really not good time. Um, talk talk about your energy reading I already did oh um and then the prettiest thing happened so this butterfly appeared and I was really excited because I'm like is that my spirit animal and I was told it was my spirit animal and I got really excited because I've been very, like, drawn to butterflies lately. Like, my friend got a butterfly tattoo, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, that is, like, so beautiful. And I've never, I've never really been attracted to butterflies before this, but I just all of a sudden just felt drawn, like, so drawn to these butterflies. Um, and I still couldn't see anything, and I couldn't see anything that whole time. Like, I was, I was just, like, sitting there with a prayer in my heart, like, I want to see his face, I want I just want to know he's okay. Um, and another thing that I actually didn't even write down was after um, that experience, I looked up into the sky and I saw when I was asking, like, is he okay? Is he happy? And I saw all these rainbows and I kind of laughed and I'm like, well, he was either going to be gay or he was very happy. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept saying, I was just rubbing my belly like the whole time and telling him I love him. Um, okay, back to the butterfly. So yeah, I couldn't see anything happening. I just felt it and I knew it was happening. It's just, it's just the craziest experience. And um, this butterfly um, flew on my shoulder where my heart tattoos are and placed another heart tattoo on the bottom. So I have three hearts, one for Sonder and one for Charlie and one for Dash. And the butterfly placed another heart at the bottom with a pair of wings. And so I'm going to get that tattooed now. I just thought it was so um, beautiful. It's very beautiful. 
Um, okay, so yeah, that was, I mean, I have a couple other things to share, but that was a very, I'm very grateful that I, I mean, obviously that I got to discover this and, um, it still doesn't feel, I mean, like all day today, I just felt off and a little heavy and I, I can like feel myself still trying to tell myself like this isn't real. Um, and there's always that voice in the back of my head saying like, people are going to think you're crazy, but I mean, I know, I know it's real. And no matter how much I want to, like, push it back down, obviously that's not going to help me heal. I need to process. And, um, yeah, it's this is crazy. It feels, it's just all so crazy. Um, and not crazy in a bad way, just, like, mind-blowing, wild, like, never in my wildest dreams did I think I was going to go to this retreat and find out that I had lost a child. Um... Okay, so once I had collected myself, um, I was told by Madre that I needed to go to the bathroom. And, oh, and she also whispered, I didn't write this down either, but she whispered to me and said, it's okay, just close your eyes and go to sleep. Um, And so I was trying to do that. And then I was like, I was just kind of distracted by what was going on around me and listening to the music. Um... And so, yeah, and then I was told to go to the bathroom. So I stood up and I went to the bathroom. I peed for like two seconds. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. I don't think I needed to go to the bathroom. And then I stood up in front of the mirror and my face like started shifting. (laughs) It was wild because remember the last two nights I didn't see, like there's some people there that just are in a new realm and they are seeing and feeling and touching things and it is just like such a real experience like that but for me I didn't have much of that the first night I had a little bit but this was like real life this was me like not in my head this was like in front of me so I'm looking in the mirror and my face started shifting and it started transforming and it was almost like it was going through like generations because I could see like a man, but then it completely shifted to like this Native American warrior. And I was actually wearing feather earrings that night that I bought um, from one of the guardians. And that was like part of his headdress, like part of his warrior headdress. And it was, it was a really cool experience, but I'm not going to lie. I started getting a little freaked out and then I left because I don't know. It was just freaking me out a little. So I kind of wish I would have stayed in there and continued on. But I started getting paranoid again about, oh, what if someone else needs to go to the bathroom? Like, what if they're waiting for me? What if, like, I just kept, it's just that dang part of my brain that just keeps trying to sneak in. So um, I'm actually really excited to go do a little bit of some family history and see if I have any, like, Native American in me or if that was kind of just, like, a a nod that I am a warrior and I'm strong and I can get through this. Like, I don't know exactly what, um, that stood for. So I'm going to keep processing that and maybe more things will pop up and come up as I continue to process. Um, but yeah, like I said, I got a little freaked out and I've seen so many scary movies where things happen in front of a mirror. So that's kind of one thing I started thinking about. And then I was like, okay, I'm done. So Um, that's, I, yeah, left the bathroom, went back to my mat and I spent the rest of the night sobbing. Like I was, I was, the medicine had pretty much worn off for the most part. And I was just, I just felt so broken, um, broken, but also I felt really good from all of that healing and the love that I felt. It's a weird feeling to feel so much love and broken all all at once. Like to be so grateful to learn something and to to feel so much love for this child that I was told gave up their life so that I could live mine. Um, yeah, it was a lot. There was a lot of emotions that night, and yeah, it was it was a lot. Um, Yeah, um, I'm trying to read over my notes and see if I missed anything. 
Um, yeah, I mean, this, this child of mine would have been eight years old, which is pretty crazy to think about. Um, yeah, do you want me to finish off, like, how the rest of the night went for me? Yeah. Um, so. Thanks, thanks for sharing all that. Of course, that was not easy. Um, something I wrote down when I was sitting there kind of like watching everyone finish off their like process and stuff. I said, fire comes to burn away limitation and awaken the full expression of your creative potential. So that's just kind of like something that came up to in my head from the description of the fire card I pulled earlier. Um, so the other thing I just said is the whole night may have been so painful, but it was also beautiful and healing And then towards the end of the night, everyone started like dancing and singing. It was kind of like a celebration um, of sorts because it was the last night and kind of like wrapping up our healing and our journey for the weekend. And I just could not, I could not stop crying. And at one point, one of the guardians came and like reached his hand out to me and was like, hey, come dance. And I just said, I can't. Um, My my body just like aches. Um, and I just, I will say that the divine feminine in the room that night was just, I've said magical so many times, but it was just so amazing watching everyone like, um, sing and there was still no conversation allowed. So it was just music and dancing. And it was so amazing just to lay there and watch, even though I felt like I was in a lot of um, pain and trying to process what I had just learned. It was, it was really beautiful. So um, beautiful. And then we got everyone got into a circle at the end of the night, and it took everything just to like sit up, um, and scoot forward. And one of the girls that was next to me, she put her arm around me and let me, um, cry. Like, it's almost like she just knew that I needed that human interaction and touch. And that just shows, like, I mean, this is a complete stranger of, like, two days. It just shows you how much, I mean, by the end of the week, everyone was saying, like, I love you. And we were calling each other family. And there was just, I definitely wasn't, I'm obviously, um, I'm not the best at, going out of my way to like create new relationships and get to know new people. Um, I definitely kept myself a lot during this process, but at the same time, I still felt so close to everyone. And it was, I mean, that was like a very special moment to me to see like a complete stranger, just like comfort. And yeah, so I'll let Sonder take over. I think that's all I had for my experience at least we can talk about what happened after after thanks babe love you love you um yeah so for me i you know talked about my prayers and what you know i wanted to to do so once again that was just like experience the beauty of the universe and then once again my prayer of gratitude for Jalen. um and you know, I took a, a full dose that night and it didn't hit me as quick as the, the night before. Um, but it definitely, it definitely hit me. Um, and you know, so I had to lay down again and it was just one of like the most beautiful experiences. I went to, you know, I went deep. I was in another dimension and I was just building um the thing that I'm just feeling called to um and just built and built and built um and I was having like I don't know like like I was almost in like a interdimensional like zoom call with people that I was talking to and they kept like cutting out and we were having to open like new portals to communicate um and just building um just this beautiful thing um and so you know that was 
that was just a, a really cool experience for me. Um, and then the rest of the night, you know, well, during this time, once again, I, I was like giggling and laughing. I didn't get like my possum spirit guide, but I was seeing the shaman as like a possum singing. Um, so that was, that was pretty funny at times, but I was just like giggling and just like so happy and smiling the whole time. Um, I don't know if that like the right hand person to the shaman, if she's considered a shaman as well. I'm not sure. Um, but kind of like the right hand person, she told me afterwards, she just like came up and when she was fanning me, I was just like so happy and I had like flies like in my beard, which is so nasty. Um, <laughs> at one point, cause I was right by like the door, um, and it was open and it, oh, it felt so good. Just like having that breeze. Cause it was, you know, it was windy. Um, but it just felt amazing, but I just kept feeling bugs over me. So eventually I put my blanket like over my legs. And even though I was so sad, um, when I was like done with my experience and sitting up and kind of watching everyone, I would keep looking over at Sonder and he would just be like so happy. And to me, it looked like he was riding a motorcycle because he had both hands straight up in the air, both legs straight out. And he was like, almost like he was pushing the pedal. It looked like he was driving a motorcycle, but apparently he wasn't, but I swear he was. I wasn't. Um, I was just like feeling like the air and just like, like grabbing the energy. I mean, I don't know. It was, it was so incredible. And then there was, there were multiple points like during the night when they were singing songs and it became like interactive where people were like hitting their legs and both times, like the first time it happened, I was just like pounding my chest, like as hard as I could to like the beat. (laughs) If you guys have seen like Wolf of Wall Street, it was like Matthew McConaughey style. Um, but obviously to like the beat that was happening. And then I did that again later that night and it was just feeling like so good. And the music was amazing and I don't know I was just like moving my hips to the music and it I it was just like seriously one of the most beautiful experiences like I started my journal entry with wow 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 um it was just incredible it was just laughing and you know once again it was just so hard hearing not hard I mean that's what now, like now thinking about it, it was like hard hearing Jalen cry. But at that moment, it was like, I'm so happy for her, like working through whatever she's working through. Fix my wife. And I, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm kidding. I, I was just happy that she was able to work through whatever was deep down. Obviously, this was, I mean, that's what we want. That's why we I went there. Imagine. That's what I wanted. Like, yeah. even though the pain is so hard in the moment. And like I said, I don't, I don't think I've felt that kind of pain. I mean, I don't even remember the last time I've felt that kind of pain, like literally that kind of like loss and pain. But at the same time, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful that I'm going through this right now because I need, I needed it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just, uh, just an incredible, incredible experience. And I didn't, I didn't say this, but, um, it was on, it was the second night. Um, I, I even forgot to put it in my journal initially and then it came back to me. Um, so that, that second night, uh, just part of like that journey and where, where I'm at today, the second piece to that was I was just told I need to hold Jalen tight and just like love her. Um, and that's what I was told. And so, when she told me that that night, I just wanted to like hold her and love her. And I was able to hold her that night and we cuddled. And so, I mean, that felt just amazing. I could, you know, feel her energy. And, um, even though she was in a lot of like suffering and pain, it just felt good to be able to hold her. Um, yeah, we slept out under the stars again that night and it was so cold. Yeah. It got cold. The temperature the dropped like 20 degrees. It was 50 degrees outside. <laughs> Yeah, it got it got pretty chilly. But yeah, I, I mean, I also forgot to mention on my day two, that whole journey 
that I went through. So in sharing time the next morning, so technically the day we're talking about in the morning, um, as people were talking, I was able to piece together what everything was showing me. And it was showing me, um, you know, going through elementary and junior high and high school, it was showing me what happens when I don't love myself so that I project on others. I don't um, pursue the things that I'm, I'm gravitating towards and feel like I need to, you know, chase and, you know, things like that. And so that was, that was very impactful for me that I wanted to bring up. I know it's kind of going back to a previous episode. Um, We're going to have stuff come up probably for a long time. Yeah. I mean, so many things happened where I was just crying and crying, crying, but there wasn't like an actual something going on, but I know I was processing something because I was crying and I was purging. And so it will be interesting to see as like things come up. Um, and I also wonder if like there was things that were so painful that I wasn't shown them or if they just weren't important enough and I was just processing through them without. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we ate that night. I had a really hard time eating. I was just so like emotionally exhausted and my eyes were so swollen. Um, but yeah, Sandra just kind of like held me and we laid under the stars for a little bit. And then I slept at the end of the couch. He slept at the other end of the couch outside. And that was our, yeah, that was our last ceremony night. And then we woke up in the morning. We had the sharing circle again, which was a really awesome sharing circle. It was our last night. And it was really cool to hear everyone's experiences again. Yeah. And there was just such a strong sense of community there. Everyone got each other's numbers. And it's just really cool to get to know people that intimate so fast, like so quickly. Um, and the he wasn't part of the um, actual ceremony, but he was the homeowner that we were in, um, the house that we were in. And... He, I talked to him a little bit, like almost every single day, just said hi and whatever. And on the third day before we were leaving, when we were eating breakfast, he literally told me, he's like, you look lighter and younger than the first day. And he's like, it's been three days and you literally look lighter and younger. So it's pretty cool to like to be around someone from the beginning to the end and they notice that change in you so fast. So I thought that was a really cool yeah. thing that I wanted to share. So yeah, I mean, that was experience and something I think Sondra wanted to mention, but also something that's really cool. Um, we went back to my parents' house. Oh my gosh, my mom's going to die if she hears this. And we had sex, <laughs> but here's what I wanted to focus on this. Not that, but um, like I said, my my night one, my night two, my night three, everything had something to do with being a woman and my vagina. And like the second night was a rebirth of my vagina. And every single night when I was focusing or when something was being focused on and that's what I was being showing, it would almost like burn like it was it was hurting and then it would heal. I had so much healing and then we had sex and Saunders said that like I literally feel completely different, which is a lot of information to give you guys. But I feel like that's a real, really cool example to show that it's like unfiltered. I literally was healed during this process. Like my body literally healed during this process. And I'm, I'm not saying you're going to go somewhere and you're going to be healed of like all these things. But like I obviously had a lot of trauma there. And I went through a lot and there's things I didn't even know about that were huge. And a lot of that healing took place in those those three nights. And I felt it. And it's so crazy to say that, but I felt my body literally heal itself. So yeah, one one thing for me, like not so much the first night, but definitely the second and third night, every time I would see Jalen like get up, I was just like, um, just like so happy and I was like and I felt that way about you too I was like there's (laughs) there's my queen she is like so beautiful like I love her so much and I don't know I mean I'm definitely like a very sexual person um that is for sure like my love language um and I think that's obviously why it's been a struggle because 
I've had so many issues to work through and and you've been so patient for the most part. I try to be. Um, and so, I mean, I talked about the first night, like wanting to like consummate and that was more like victorious. And then <laughs> the second, like the second and third nights, I for sure wanted to as well. But I think it was more, it's, it, it definitely changed on those second and third nights of just like, I wanted to just feel like her energy and just be like, as close as with possible. Her and as, yeah, and just like super close. And I just felt like I needed, I mean, for me to like kind of finish this um, journey or this experience. I don't like journey because journey, journey is always, yeah. always happening. But just like this retreat, this experience, this healing, it was like I just needed to feel that like closeness to her. And yeah, I mean, when we had sex, it was just like the craziest thing. Like, I don't know, I don't know how to say it other than like your vagina was just like so powerful and like queen. I don't don't know. It just like had, I I don't know, just like it just like blew me away. It was like different and strong and I don't know it just felt like confident so (laughs) well that's the healing seriously yeah so so I mean I was just like holy cow because I mean she obviously had told me about like her rebirthing of her vagina and things and and so and then I just like felt it and it was just incredible and blew me away so um so that was uh I mean that was exactly what what I needed. Um, and it wasn't, I would say it was like a need, not just like a want. It was something that I needed to just like complete that experience we had gone on in that healing. So, and I feel like even though we had such different experiences and, um, I keep wanting to say journeys, but I get what you're saying. Even though we had completely different experiences, we felt so close to each other at the end of the night. And a lot of people said um, during the sharing circle that they could almost like feel what other people were going through because there's just so much energy in the room. It's, it's a feeling I'll never be able to describe like ever. Yeah. And you really do. It is. I mean, that's how you get so close to these people you've known for three days because you're going through the most intimate intimate parts of your life or experiencing these just crazy things in the, in a room with a bunch of strangers, but you become so close so fast. So um, that was a huge reason I wanted Sonner to go because like I said in previous episodes, I've just had this, this hole that I felt like me and Sonder were missing on a spiritual level. And, and I think that just affected everything it, yeah it for sure did and when I don't feel close to him it's hard to me it's hard for me to be physical yeah so I mean I I really do think and I don't ever want to like go back and be like uh oh, sex is hard for me because all this trauma but like it really there are times literally when he would touch me and I would just like want to like crawl in a hole And then the guilt came and then the shame came and it's just like this crazy circle that's awful. It's awful. Um, So I'm just really grateful that we got to experience that together and that I got to experience that healing um, because I already do feel different. I mean, during our sexual encounter, like I didn't find myself like almost like cringing or just like... I don't know. It definitely felt like you were a lot more into it than you have. Well, not, I wouldn't say into it. I would just say, I don't know. I don't feel like that's the right. Well, I, I guess I I felt like there, there was like matched energy to like what I was giving. That's a much better way to say it. You were, well, that's yeah. Much better way to say. So yeah, I felt like the energy was just like pure and good. Um, So, yeah, I think that's a... And then my brother walked in halfway through, so... So that that was fun. So that was awkward. Um, So, yeah, anyways... um, Just to, like, wrap up final thoughts, um, I don't remember if I talked about this on, like, our 
history lesson episode. Um, this was a very, very powerful experience for me. Uh, I, I would say, you know, second to my mission, which I, I think says a lot because that was two years of like day to day dedication to something. Um, and everything, you know, was dedicated to that where, you know, this was three days and, you know, I think there was a lot of dedication to this as well, but you know, there were, there were still times where, I was on my phone and I was listening to music, not, not a lot, you know, maybe, you know, 10 minutes on my phone and, you know, an hour of listening to music. And I don't think, feel like the music really distracted me, but, um, it, it just really was so impactful for me and so much healing. Like I do right now, I, I feel very like confident and I do love myself and I'm like focusing on the good, um, about me and just like the healing and, and knowing I'm on like a journey and this is, you know, all kind of part of the, the process and just to be good to myself. So, um, just super, super impactful. And, you know, I, I will say life-changing it, you know, it opened my heart and my mind to, um, a lot of my insecurities and things that I buried. And these are things, you guys, that, I mean, I think I just kind of had a light bulb moment, even though it's pretty obvious, but I think these two things separately, what I experienced and what Sandra experienced are the two main things that cause issues in our marriage. Yeah. At least right now. Not, I, mean, well, I wouldn't I, even I say would issues, say, like not fighting always. or anything, but it it does create like a... It just creates like a tension and like it's hard to connect like when you're not feeling confident like I get frustrated when I'm not feeling intimate you get frustrated you know yeah and I feel like that really shows so I'm excited to kind of see I mean what life looks like going forward as we like process these things and continue and it's I'm like okay I want to go back this weekend like I want I just have this like desire obviously that's way too much that would be too much on my healing yeah (laughs) That's too much, but I'm just saying it's now that I know what it's like and that I can go into those places and find healing, I'm kind of excited to see. I'm definitely planning on going in the future. I don't know when, if it's six months or a year, I have no idea, but I'm looking forward because once I work through this trauma, I'm excited to kind of have experiences like I heard other people have that maybe don't have as much trauma to work through and they really experience things like their future or just qualities they want to work on or something like that. So it was, I mean, what, what else can we say? What's a stronger word than magical and amazing. And I, I had a lot of reservations about about this. Yeah. And I think it, I think it would probably, it probably gets kind of a bad rap a little bit. Um, and I feel like I didn't, when I didn't understand when you don't understand how something really works and you don't hear the ins and outs of it and, you're not there to see what goes into these like ceremonies in this process. You just don't, there's no way to understand until you're in that situation and you experience it. Well, it's just so like spiritual. It's not like we're just taking LSD or, you know, And I still acid. feel like that can be spiritual. If, yeah, sure. If you let yourself go there, but yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, this is, but this is like a medicine, like yeah, even when they're sure. making the ayahuasca, like, they're boiling it over days and it's, you know, pretty much like three ingredients. Yeah. And it was the, you know, the vine, whatever that leaf is. And then she said prayers. Like the person yeah. who's making it is like praying to it and singing to it. And it's, you know, a process of this. And then, you know, everything is just like so sacred. Like, you know, there's a lot of things like we said, we've, we've left out because it is sacred. Um, and, you know, some of those things just need to be, like, preserved um, for when people go go through this experience. So, um, yeah, it was just so powerful and beautiful. And, you know, I, I would recommend it to those who feel they are, are ready for it. Um, if you're just going, looking to get, like, a, a trip or, you know, something like that. When I say trip, like a an acid trip kind of thing, 
you know, this isn't, this isn't like that. It, it really does feel like a spiritual medicine and something. Yeah, it really is. It really us. is a medicine. This is, I mean, nothing will ever compare to this. I mean, no amounts of therapy could have done this. What happened in three days. Yeah. I mean, I went to how many, I mean, I haven't even gone to therapy that much in my life, but how much I paid and what I put into therapy and the time I took away. I mean, I could, I could have done that for 10 years and probably not have done the healing that I did in these three days. Like, yeah, there's, I don't they think just, so. It just doesn't compare like this fully well, allows you. just because our subconscious just suppresses so much of this, yeah. of these things that our mind, our mind can't get like down there and remember these things because it's so suppressed. Um, yeah, and to the miscarriage, I think you said, didn't you say something like, I wonder if you like subconsciously like knew it was happening, but you just completely like blocked it out because you were already going through so much trauma. Yeah. I mean, and and that honestly could have happened. Like that was some of the darkest times of my life. Maybe second. Second now. Second to what happened a year ago. But I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty dark. And there was definitely like during that divorce period or when I found out what had happened and, just that whole period, like the marriage was never great ever. So it was just two and a half years of just beating myself up and feeling like crap and everything else that I won't mention that happened. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how that, how I wasn't aware of that, but I just, I just like, cause of everything going on, like that's, that is the only explanation. It feels a little bit crazy sometimes, but I definitely, I feel like I have a lot of processing to do yeah, with this one. Hopefully uh, you guys can feel like our our hearts and how we are feeling, you know, about this. It's not. I mean, this isn't something easy. Jalen's dad told us not to uh, drink the Kool-Aid before we left. <laughs> I mean, and again, not it's knowing like what we were doing. If you don't understand, you don't understand. If you're not there, you don't get it. And I mean this is probably the most vulnerable thing I've ever shared in my life. And I've had so much like fear and anxiety over sharing this. Like my stomach was literally in butterflies before this started because I mean, my 3d self still is wanting to say like, how could that have happened? How did you not know that it happened eight years ago? Like what's going on? But I don't know. There's no, there's no words to describe what, happened and everything that I went through that night yeah well I think that's probably a, a, a good note a good <laughs> note to leave it on um thanks everyone for listening so far um and I also just... want to mention really quick oh yeah um I know I've gotten a lot of messages already about how to get the contact info there's not a website this isn't like a public thing that you just go sign up for online. Um, I don't, I can't just like throw all the information out there or give phone numbers or anything like that because this is just a very like sacred and very careful, careful process. A very, yeah, I don't really know how to say it. I would just say, yeah, it's, it's sacred and they, I mean, kind of, I guess the, this isn't, it's just not something we can like post a website and like say, go here. Yeah. There, there are places in other countries that do that. There's places, um, there's actually probably a lot more than you think. Yeah. Like once I found out about this, um, that we went to here in Utah, I found out about several others that are also in Utah. So, I mean, I don't think there's like a public website out there that's like, Hey, here's a ceremony you can come sign up for. I think you kind of have to like ask around and know people. Um, cause it's not just this public thing. So, and kind of, kind of like the theology i guess behind it is that you you don't find madre ayahuasca she she finds you when you're ready yeah and i want to be respectful to the shaman and her guardians and their process so i have to reach out to her and see if i'm able to give her information to people if they're interested in this or vice versa so i will do that but i just wanted to put that out there because i know people are going to be asking for like a website or something like that and i don't have that for you so um i just wanted to end on that note and thank you guys for listening and going on this journey with us i know this is 
this was a lot and this was kind of heavy stuff and very heavy thank and you give us some give us some grace um yeah <laughs> yeah we uh i mean yeah thanks for like jalen said all of the um listeners thanks for sharing it with friends and subscribing and leaving reviews um we really appreciate it we got our first subscriber as well paid subscriber so so um, thank you that's yeah. amazing thanks for that and yeah we're we're just excited to continue to share our journey obviously you know we're kind of feeling on a high um with this and just really just seeing i guess the beauty in the world right now even though it's you know there's a lot of crazy things happening um and you know i'm sure we'll have some more vulnerable times where things aren't always smooth and and easy well that's Um, life we won't be on a high forever yep so (laughs) this will probably wear off quickly so we're excited to continue to share our journey and where we're at we'll we'll do some q a episodes maybe get some we have plenty of more topics that we want to dive into as well submitting questions that we can we can play and things like that so we'll yeah we'll get things figured out um for future episodes but yeah just feeling feeling so good right now so thanks everyone bye